Welcome to the Make Me Whole podcast, where we explore what it means to just live better. I'm your host, Josette Rosado, a proud Latina and licensed therapist, bringing that unique perspective to the conversation. So whether you're looking to deepen your relationships, improve your mental health, or simply just find more joy, this is where you need to be. Hey there. Welcome to another episode, the place where we talk about life with all its mess and beauty. Whether you're a longtime listener or just tuning in for the first time, I'm really glad you're here. Today's topic, starting. Specifically, starting something new and not being an instant expert. We're going to dig deep into why it's absolutely okay, in fact, necessary to start things imperfectly. So wherever you are, take a moment to settle in because this episode might just be the nudge you've been waiting for. Let's get started. Ready? It's a word we hear a lot, isn't it? When I'm ready, I'll start my diet. When I'm ready, I'll apply for that new job. When I'm ready, I'll write that book I've been dreaming about. But here's the question. What does ready even mean? Is it a certain feeling, a perfect set of circumstances, an alignment of the stars? I've got news for you. Ready is often a mirage. It's this shiny, distant oasis that keeps moving further and further away the closer you get to it. I used to wait for that feeling of readiness. I'd sit there, daydream about all the things I wanted to do. And I'd wait. And wait. Until one day, I realized that readiness isn't a starting line that you cross. It's a state of mind that you create. And the only way to create it is to start. Messy, imperfect, and uncertain. Think about the first time you tried something new. Maybe it was riding a bike, cooking a meal from scratch, or even starting a new relationship. When you were ready, truly ready, I wasn't. I remember the first time I tried to make my grandmother's famous empanadas. I had the recipe, but I didn't have the finesse. They even came out a little bit too salty and what I thought was a culinary disaster. But you know what? It tasted okay. Not great, but okay. And with each attempt, I got better. That's the thing about starting. It's not about being great right outside of the gate. It's about getting better with each try. So today I'm challenging you and myself to redefine ready. Let's see it as a green light that we give ourselves, not one that we wait for the world to give us. What's one thing you've been putting off because you don't feel ready? Hold on to that thought because we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about it. Let's talk about beginnings. The first shaky, uncertain steps towards something new. I want to tell you about my friend, let's call him Alex. Alex had a business idea that he thought about every single day on his way to work. 
He had it all planned out in his head, the business model, the branding, even the social media strategy. But he never started. Why? Because he was afraid of starting small. He was afraid of being mediocre. But here's the thing about mediocrity. It's the starting point for all of us. Every master was once a novice. Every expert was once a beginner. What if we looked at mediocrity not as failure, but as a rite of passage? It's like that first pancake you make. It may be burnt or undercooked, but it's a start, and the next one will be better. Alex finally took the plunge when his job was no longer satisfying him. He started his own business, and yes, the first few months were tough. There were days when he doubted everything, but he didn't stop. Now, two years later, his business isn't just surviving, it's thriving. And it all started with him embracing the possibility of being mediocre. So what's your mediocre starting point? Is it signing up for a painting class even though you've never held a brush? I've done that and was successful, by the way. Shout out to my cousin Tanya. Is it the writing of your first chapter of a novel, knowing it won't be a masterpiece? Whatever it is, embrace it. Start there. The journey to excellence has to start somewhere, right? And mediocrity is as good a place as any. Now let's chat a little bit about feelings because, you know, we want to make sure that we are covering that. Yes, those tricky flickering flames that can light the way or burn the whole house down. They're powerful, they're persuasive, and they can be downright overbearing, taking over if we let them call all the shots. You know the drill. You set your alarm early to go out for that run, but when the morning comes, your bed is so warm and the air outside, especially these days, is so cold. Your feelings whisper, let's just skip today. That's the tyranny of feelings. It's seductive, it's comfortable, and it's a trap. But I'm going to arm you with a secret weapon. Commitment. Commitment is that guard that keeps you on the path when your feelings want to take you off-roading. It's what pushes people to do that first thing. Let's say you want to write a book. Every day after work, tired or not, you sit down and you write. Some days it's a paragraph. The other days it's a page. Maybe you don't feel like it, but you're committed. And now you have a finished manuscript sitting on your desk. It's a big example, but you get the point. How do we combat those tyranny of feelings? Well, with habits. Habits are the antidote of the chaos of feelings. They're a structure in the midst of like storms of feelings. Start small. Want to read more? Start with 10 pages a night. Looking to eat healthier? Start with one home-cooked meal a week. It's not about huge leaps. It's about those tiny, consistent steps. Remember that feelings are like weather. They change all the time. But your will? That's like the mountain, the steadfast, the enduring. So plant your feet, set your eyes on the horizon, and move. Even when feelings don't align, especially then, that's your time to shine. Now, if there's one thing I've learned, it's that confidence isn't a suit you put on. It's a muscle you built. 
And like any muscle, it gets stronger with use. I'll never forget my first live speaking event. My knees were knocking, my palms were sweaty. I stepped up feeling anything but confident, but I did it. And the next time it got a little easier. After a few times, I found my rhythm. That's confidence. It grows in the doing, not the waiting. But how do you build that muscle, especially when it feels like you're starting from zero? It's about setting yourself up for small victories. Hit that one week streak of a new habit, celebrate it. Completed a tough task at work, take a moment and acknowledge it. Every small win is a weight lifted in the confidence gym. So start where you are. Do something today that your future self is gonna be so happy about. It doesn't have to be grand. It just has to be a step because with each step, that muscle gets a little bit stronger, a little more defined and a lot more capable. All right, let's bring this all home with some actionable strategies because I know you guys like that. We've talked about starting, about feelings, about confidence. Now, how do we take that all and make something happen? Well, it starts with a plan, but not just any plan. A plan that's so foolproof, so doable that your feelings and fears won't stand a chance. It's about knowing the what and the how. What will you do? How will you do it? And maybe most importantly, why you want to do it. Let's break it down. Say you want to start exercising. What's the plan? You'll walk for 30 minutes, three times a week. How will you do it? You put your walking shoes by the door, schedule it in your calendar and find a walking buddy. Why do you do it? Because you want to feel stronger, healthier, and more alive. Or maybe you want to start saving money. What's the plan? You'll save a portion of each paycheck. How? By setting up an automatic transfer into your savings account. Why? Because you're building towards financial freedom and peace of mind. These strategies aren't just about achieving goals. They're about creating a life that's rich, full, and aligned with your values. They're about making the day-to-day decisions that add up to a lifetime of purpose and passion. So what's your plan? What small step can you take today that will make a difference for tomorrow? Think on that. And when you've got your answer, step boldly into action. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember, this podcast isn't a one-way street. I want to hear about your starts, your stumbles, your successes. So be sure to send me an email at josette at mmwpodcast.net. You could also reach out to us on our social media channels. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Share your story and let's continue to grow in this incredible community of people who are making themselves whole one step at a time. Remember, complain less and do more. And I'm going to see you on the next episode. Remember, there are only two more episodes left in season two. So make sure you caught up and I'll see you next time. Bye.